Doug Harper and Carol Branham on Double K Country. Thanks so much uh, for joining us uh, here on uh, the update program. A couple of weeks ago, I know uh, Jefferson Highway uh, Awareness event was recently held. Can you talk a little bit about the uh, historic significance of uh, Jefferson Highway and the local significance in history a little bit? It's the first highway, international highway ever, and it came right through Nevada. It's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting stuff. So what uh, what kind of things did you do here uh, to locally to kind of commemorate that Jefferson Highway? Well, we were trying to have an awareness event, and um, there's uh, there's an, I guess there's a number of people that are excited about it in town, you know, that have been kind of interested in that maybe, and then I just was uh, interested in it. I talked with Will Tollerton down at the Bushwacker Museum one day. Actually, that's how I discovered it. Um, and he had just mentioned that there was a number of people that had would stop in the museum looking for the a historic route, and I was like, "Wow, what, this is cool!" And then as as things started to kind of unfold, um, you know, uh, there was just more and more. I kept discovering and 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 then finding out that there was you know there's people that have written books, and there's more and more stuff that just kind of keeps coming. And, and Carol was kind of an authority herself. <laughs> she knew. As as you start asking people about it, they start to say, "Oh, yeah, well, I I know about this, and this person knows about that." And uh, I guess we we just uh, I just thought, well, people just need to know about it, and you just kind of needed to make a step to say, "Hey, this is what's happening," and I think this would be good. And as as that went um, uh, from that, like I said, you know, Carol came down and and was us hanging out, and we were talking about stuff there, and then. Uh, like I said, Will did some stuff at the museum to stay open late and kind of uh, be a part of uh, what we did was just basically we had a concert. It was like, hey, we're going to have a concert. And of course, that's what I do, music stuff. So I got mm-hmm. some a band out of Springfield to come up and uh, they were cleverly named Lilac Cruz is their name. So I thought, well, <laughs> Cruz is cool. Let's put that on there. People were like, is that the band or is that what the event's called? What's going on? Yep. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, people are asking questions and that's, that's good. So uh, hopefully it did something with that. Well, and I think the significance, Ben, Doug has always been, he's, he's a young kid that's grown up in Nevada. He loves this community and is, he is one of our best promoters of Nevada, Missouri, Vernon County. But I think the significance as we talk about this is for Nevada to continue to be a destination point. We have such rich history in Nevada, Vernon County. And Doug kind of tapped into this as a the ability through like the Bushwhacker Museum and and the tourism to be a point of interest that, uh, you know, it's amazing how many people just get on the road and they're looking for these interesting points. And so to be able, and I think it's a great tourism concept to tie this into it, uh, to be able to mark the highway through Nevada. And it just has, there's so much that we could do with it. So as a community leader, I appreciate the efforts of the group. And I love history. I love Nevada. And the more, and I love to promote Nevada. So Mm -hmm. I think this is just another step of grassroots efforts in the community that, you know, we want to embrace and inspire, you know, more participation as we move forward. The one thing I'm so proud of is the building that the LifeWalk Church restored on Walnut mm-hmm. Street, and that's where we gathered for the pictures. And And Doug can probably give more detail on that building itself and the significance, but it's just, it's it's been well-preserved, and so that could almost be kind of a target area for uh 
you know, mapping or I, I can just, I'm brainstorming all kinds of things we mm -hmm. can do with this moving forward. So I think it's a great opportunity for the community and I appreciate Doug and the committee's efforts as they promote it. And the businesses were awesome that day. All of them that participated along the highway had special events, they had special shopping. So the more we can get people in the city of Nevada to look mm -hmm. and shop, it just benefits all of us. Right, and you you mentioned one spots, you know, on that uh, history. So you know, if people are kind of looking looking for those historic spots, so what are some of the other, you know, spots? What uh, what areas to look at? Yeah, the the hot the hot spots seem to be, and and like I said, I didn't even know exactly where it was or what that mm -hmm. was until I was talking with uh, the guy's name's Roger Bell, and uh, he had uh, kind of reached out because there was a buzz going on in town, and I, I think um, Will Tollerton initially give him. Uh, some, you know, maybe reached out somehow. But anyway, one day my phone rang, however that happened. And uh, we were discussing like what they were doing and the things about this tourist camp that was something that happened early on before motels were going on. And so he's like, well, I'm pretty sure there was a tourist camp in Nevada. So of course, then I started looking up old articles and magazine or newspaper articles and things and talking with Will and Will's Together, we kind of found that it was located at the uh, 309, um, it would be 309 East Walnut, which is the building Carol's talking about. That's, there's one building that's restored there that the, that the LifeWalk has, and that was the what they called the tourist camp, and then it was later called the tourist court that W.F. Norman built. Um, at, and it was, it was really a big deal because cars would come in there and they would like park in these little, these little um, like garages, and they'd basically camp there. And uh, what we believe, and, and it's hard to track this down because, like, we're talking, you know, 1915 era. So it's, you know, not, uh, not the easiest to find everything about it just right then. But we believe, basically, based off of the, the information, the brochures that the, tour, uh, that the association put out at the time, because they, they didn't even say the address. They just said the town, the city, how many cars it held, which was 50. And they said the amenities it had. And it offered... Um, it offered like a kind of a shelter house thing where they had where they could cook, take a shower, these kind of things, and so we think that middle building was originally what would have been like the kind of the community building, and then, uh, um, la well, later it became more than that. They had the showers and everything in the little in the where they parked, but originally it started simpler. Um, but one of the amenities that they give in 1915, which was funny, or 1916, something like that, uh, would have been a free gas. That was one of the things, because like, I guess there, wow. there may or may not have been like a, a traditional gas station. I'm not sure when we got our first gas station in town. Most of the ones that I think that are standing now were more like towards 1930-ish. Mm -hmm. So I don't, and I don't even think a Nevada resident owned a car till maybe 1918. I think uh, Johannes, uh, the guy that owned the store on the square, I think he was the first one was, was the it? hardware store the hardware store i think yeah. he was the guy, first guy that owned a car and but i don't think that was till like 1918 maybe <laughs> just lots of rich history and the highway association that he's talking about with roger the president that lives in oklahoma uh i just think there's so much more we can do with it we appreciate you taking the time mm -hmm. to at least get the information out to the community we want to generate interest and you know i'm sure there'll be more people ask questions and and i'm sure Doug would be available or will at the Bushwhacker Museum uh, for any information, but looking forward to more events mm -hmm. down the road. So, 
yeah what is uh you know what is more to come what's 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 coming up uh well give us some time ben give us some time (laughs) (laughs) but doug's doug's a planner and an event planner and a promoter so i'm sure he's going to come up with some things all right so a couple things uh you know getting people interested in you know i I was learning some things some cool history so right so if people want to reach out again you already you already noted who to get in contact with so anything else you you know you want to mention about anything either uh about the history or about uh anything you got uh, coming up well i I think uh i think we're gonna try to do something um small maybe just uh uh, around the time that the international conference happens in April, it's the last week of April, and not that there will be a big bunch of people or anything, but there might be some people traveling from north to south that maybe come by. So it's like, well, maybe I should do something around that time. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's the last weekend of April, and it's going to be in uh, uh, Alexandria, Louisiana this year. Okay. So that'll be a, kind of a big deal for those people but i thought well surely if they're coming from minnesota you know maybe yep. they'll maybe they'll drive this through. could be a destination yeah. stop and we could uh-huh. have a welcome committee for them all right yeah <laughs> and uh th- there is a map mm-hmm. i can't tell you the website for it i'll have to give you that in just a minute but there's a there is a, a map on google maps we've had a, a qr code that we've put out on some some signs as little posters and stuff mm-hmm. around that has a a map that kind of like shows a lot of the de- the places like that tourist camp shows like white grill is a historic restaurant some of the old gas stations are all marked on there so you can kind of kind of self-guided find things in town drive drive around and see those spots if you're not necessarily from right here all right cool a lot, right. Of, a lot of good stuff to check out all right thanks ben thank you so much that's your monday afternoon update program on double k country